Hello, hello. Welcome to another episode of This Is Living. This is Coco. This is Oog's Bell. Oh yeah, what's my name again? Moth. Moth. Uh, I haven't used that in a while. I know, shit, what was mine? Cheeds. Cheeds. So, go ahead and tell us about your noise complaint before we officially get started with our episode. I'm scared about it. You know, the, the boss of the place called me yesterday and said that um, the neighbor below us um, said that we stomp and specifically like i think they're referring to the mornings because we get up to surf like really early on the weekends mm -hmm. like we're up at 6 6 30 and i mean mothas told me i have heavy footsteps so i can imagine that and maybe how i remove my surfboard off of the rack i'm kind of like grabbing it, it can make a loud noise sometimes you don't do that I don't know. From I think I think this happened like they're referring to like the weekend maybe. That's what we got the call. So I'm thinking we need to get some rugs. Like the dining table when we pull out chairs is loud. Mm. The office chair is loud when you roll it, mm. and the floor squeaks. I don't know. Does your guys' hardwood floor squeak sometimes? There are spots. So yeah, so I feel like we have to get like carpet runners are like little carpets in commonly used spaces to maybe help with that yeah you want to know my take on it what fuck up <laughs> <laughs> okay so today um today or let me let me rewind let me go back in time okay so a week ago i went to a local photography store mm -hmm. what do you call it photoshop it's called george's camera the place where they develop photos film photos in chicago and all oh, right they um Chi town yes um anyways i developed film that i had found in my childhood bedroom from a disposable camera a couple of disposable cameras um Anywho, I got my film, my photos today, and on it was um, some photos of me in sixth grade. And I shared it with some friends on Instagram, and one of the people who commented was Coco. I said, um, your younger self would be proud of who you are, of the person you've become. Right. You posted that on on Instagram? I posted the photo of me in sixth grade. She commented that? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So then wow. I was like, hey, we that's had a great it. Com that's probably one of Instagram's best comments I've ever heard. <laughs> I, anyways, I said, okay, so we haven't had an episode of This Is Living in a while. So why don't we, you know, bring it back and kind of have a conversation about our younger selves. And, oh, right. you know... Um, how our younger selves would be able, how are you, how we think our younger selves would think of us now in our late 20s slash early 30s. How did it feel to, to develop that picture when you first saw it? Like what were your initial reactions? That's a great question. Um, as soon as I got the photos, I left uh, George's camera 
and I was right. kind of walking Chicago, right? in Chicago, <laughs> yes. And I was walking. Specify that. <laughs> And I was walking through uh, the streets of our neighborhood and where we live is a pretty busy hip area. And I was just walking through our neighborhood looking at these photos and I just thought about, you know, my sixth grade self would I think their mind would be blown that I live in such a like a cool neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Um, the fact that I moved out with my boyfriend, like I grew up Catholic, and the idea of like, oh, you get married first or whatever, mm. like I, I think it would blow my mind. Like, what? Mom, pa let you move out yeah. with a boyfriend? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. And then I'm a, you know, I always knew I wanted to be a teacher, and now I am. So it's just a lot of like this is so crazy. Like I've had this camera just yeah. collecting dust and it just has my sixth grade self in there. Ah, uh, that's yeah. such a beautiful moment just to like rediscover yourself almost in a way of right. just like bringing you back to that. Mm. I don't know that point in time because yeah. yeah, I feel like all of us, like our younger selves would be like my mom. Like, yeah, we do live in such a cool place. And I right. definitely thought that earlier this week and I forgot where I was but I no, I think I was it was late at night and you know when you come down that hill and you see the sign the the boulevard sign yeah. I was just like oh my god this is so cool I was like a good song was playing nice. and honestly like it was one of those things that you think about like I don't know that's really cool just how you were yeah. I don't know it was just a memory that was like unlocked for so long and to discover it mm-hmm. like was that something, were you planning on discovering or no, developing the film? Honestly, or? that, I mean, I'm 30 now, and at that time I was 12. So yeah. that film is older than I was when I had it, you know? So I yeah. I kind of, not pessimistic, but I was trying to be realistic that, like, I wouldn't be surprised if there's, you know, no photos on here. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I was, I was surprised to yeah, you weren't really yeah. expecting that, right? Cause no. Like, the fact that it's been alive for so long, you you think of, like, entropy. Like, it's going to die. It's just going to dissolve. There's nothing there. Right. And then to get, like, such a special moment of, nah, let me give you 18 years of, mm. of yeah. uh, memories. Yeah. I think my younger self would think it would be awesome that I had a dog. Mm. I had a cat growing up. Yes, they had a dog too, but like he was older, so it was it was like different. Like the cat was kind of like our family pet. Sarah. Um. Yeah, Sarah. Um. But yeah, but I've always wanted a dog, and to like I felt like that was kind of like a, a it's a big responsibility to have a dog, you know, as a kid and stuff. Mm-hmm. It is. Yeah. Dogs. Like I'd be happy I found Nina. Like knowing that. I would agree with that. I was one one when I was a kid too. Yeah. I always like to tell the story of when my mom told me that I was gonna get one. And she told me when I was like eight or something that I would get it at 13. So I waited five long years and brought it up to her on Costco. Like, hey, I'm 13 now. She's like, what? I don't remember that. <laughs> I'm like, this sucks. I waited like, every day. Yeah, I have a five. calendar. <laughs> Today's the day I asked mom about the dog. (laughs)
heartbroken. Um, but now I do have a dog. Yeah. Yeah. Did you always grow up with dogs? Not my family directly. Like, whenever my mom would work in Mexico, um, there's a be a bunch of strays. Like, strays were a huge problem growing up. She'd always have like five of them. That always gave her joy. And we always wanted a dog, but she would always be like, no, too much responsibility. But the crazy thing is, my family didn't, we didn't really have a strong relationship. Mm-hmm. It's not until, obviously, when Cheats came into my life. And then. As a uh, catalyst. That was a, that was a very important. That was, that was an important piece, but then at the same time, we adopted Rufus. Well, you didn't adopt him. It started off as community service credit. Oh, at first, yeah, it was community service. <laughs> Aww. Really? Yeah. yeah. Cause oh, because you get that done for school. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because um, mm-hmm. yeah. Uxba's younger brother was a senior in high school at the time, and he needed community <laughs> service hours. He found out he could foster a dog for mm-hmm. a week. Mm-hmm. For community service mm-hmm. or something, so that's how Rufus came into your family's life. Yeah, growing up, I was just a typical Korean family, right? No real relationship with your parents, kind of with your siblings. Then, I guess to see that as a kid, and imagining what I see now as a kid, I'm like, damn, what the fuck? I have a relationship with my mom. I can cuss in front of my mom. Mm, that's cuss yeah. yeah, my mom cusses with me now. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's one thing for me is uh, when I think back is the traveling because of my mom. Oh, yeah. Like as a kid, and I think when I say kid, I think of like when I was in elementary school, and from that point to now, we've been to like maybe eleven destinations worldwide. Those are numbers, like those are numbers that some people don't get to see. Yeah, that's you know, true. and like a lot of people. Mm-hmm. I already got to step up in that sense. And my mom was a big part of that. I do wish my dad. I wish that my dad was there, but I am appreciative of the times that he was. Mm-hmm. When we went to the Grand Canyon. Um, Silk Sonic. Silk Sonic, I think was that's the a big one. Yeah, <laughs> I've asked him one time if like he would dance back then. <laughs> Like yeah, there was show a, it. There was this day me and my mom just got to talking and she was telling me how they would club back in the day. This is in like the seventies. That's sick. That yeah. sounds so much better than now. In the Philippines. And they would dance to music from look up the hot dogs. They got some very, very nice music. And the my mom dogs. I, I think I may have asked her to imitate how my dad would dance and she's like his shoulders would be in it you know like boom boom <laughs> boom you know he's like where i asked her where would you like where was it that you went and i forgot the name of the club it was called like divinos or something <laughs> fast forward later to that day i was at the dinner table with my dad and my mom and i asked my dad like hey i was talking to mom earlier do you remember divinos <laughs> right he's either serious shocked what i asked he's like no, why? Right? But then, like, <laughs> that small reaction of a little face pull or something made my mom laugh so hard. You guys know her laugh. He just has, like, my dad just has a little, he, like, his, his face is so, it's, like, the same look, mm-hmm. expression mm-hmm. all the time. Yeah. It's, like, the tiniest muscle twitch. Anyone could read it, like, yeah. oh, this fool's laughing yeah. right yeah. now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that would hit right there, right? 
He's cracking up. <laughs> yeah, this is like a laugh out loud. You know, in Cap's LMAO, this is a LMAO yeah. moment for him, you know? But that was, this was so funny. I wish I could see that. But, like, I think having a time machine that I wouldn't go back to change things, but I would like to go back and see Aww. things. Oh, if I could go back <coughs> in time, hang out with my dad at my age, but not change anything, just like that day, and then they forget about it. Ooh. At your age, yeah, that'd be a very interesting conversation, or just even crazy thing to see, hang especially out. for you, like a Back to the Future type thing. <coughs> yeah. So my crazy. mom, when I'm twenty seven, mm-hmm. like I'm twenty seven now, so I see her cross paths with her at twenty seven. <gasps> Wait, yeah. is she a mom already? No, my mom not already. yet. My, For my mom just, I think I was a year. I think my mom had me at 26. Me at 30? My mom at 30 already had me and Yeah, she was busy. So. <laughs> <We> definitely <laughs> wow. <have> to busy. <laughs> definitely. So my dad at 30 would be interesting to see yeah. because he was in the military and wasn't married and didn't have kids yet. But my mom at 30? Mm-hmm. Married, kids. Stress. Crazy. Also, yeah. going to school. Damn, dude. Whoa. And mom beasted it, man. That's insane. Uh, imagine, because we're talking about our parents right now, right? Like, imagine our younger selves. You know, I feel like all of us were afraid of our parents, you know? Like, mm-hmm. at 28? Oh, no, I... no, when we were younger. Yeah, as we kids. kids. Oh. So, like, we, let's say eight. Right. Like, you know, but your we... parents are like, they're way, they've seem way older than you. Mm-hmm. They seem like they have their life together. They're, you know, they're strict. They're the ones enforcing the rules. And then to witness, like, our relationship with our parents now, be like, what? How did that? Mm-hmm. How did, you know, how did they go from being, like, scary people that, like, told us what to do to being people that like they don't anymore like we have our own lives now you know mm-hmm. today on the way to the pho i asked everybody something that i want to ask Coco? everybody here uh, and the question is how would you describe yourself now what, ad- mm-hmm. what adjectives would you use to describe yourself and for me one of them is i feel like i'm friendly yeah i said i was caring mm-hmm. resilient yeah Oh, more than one adjective? <clears throat> yeah, just like more. whatever. Yeah, what? How many you feel? No, I would say definitely passionate. Mm. That's good. Every, everything I do is for passion. I guess good. <laughs> <laughs> good. I mean, that's yeah. so my whole life is revolves around. It's just being a good person, like a good daughter, a good teacher, Mm. a good sister, a good partner. Yeah. Now that word actually does encapsulate you. It does. Like a good mom. I just want to be a good student. And it's not even like being good at something, like not being good at being a student or Mm -hmm. whatever. It's just being good, like doing the right thing. Yeah. Uh, Trying my hardest. Your bravest. Good. My goodest. <laughs> the grilled cheese is good type good. <laughs> yeah. That goods. That goods. <laughs> we have a hot pocket. 
you have a hot pocket. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, this episode's gonna be so funny. Edit, babe. How many times I've interrupted on the You did that in the first things. one, too. Wait, and hey, it's hey, annoying to edit. Hey, hey, tell them the story of when, I was, when it got done with the driving range. I called you three times. What? I just got done with the driving range. And I really wanted to eat out, but she's like, no, we have food. Right? Oh, I was so yeah. buzzed. All right. He called me three I leave times. the driving range to get to the first red light. Call her again. Babe, what was T-Mobile Tuesday? He's like, no, come home. I was like, all right, fine. <laughs> I make it to like two more just before the freeway. I call her, but babe, in and out. <laughs> like, like, he's relentless. Yeah. He's... Three the times, way, uh, like me, me, me Coco, or at least maybe like one. No, one, two, this twice. is like three. Because the thing with him is he thinks that if he says the right takeout place, he right will time. change my mind. Yeah, and it, sometimes it works. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, he'll yeah. say like McDonald's, McDonald's, no, Serpenter <laughs> Fry or no, chips. Then, then I get somewhat healthier. Like I always throw up Ludo Grilled. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, You're let's see if just throw all that one in there to see if she'll catch <laughs> a little bougie. But... I actually, you don't want California. You don't want a shy burrito. Shy burrito. Oh, how about this? I'm gonna do the Luna grill. It's <laughs> like no, it's too too much rice. Okay, let's see. Yeah, let's like, see. All right then. <laughs> Let's see how far you can go. Let's see how far you can go. Okay. Try to convince. Try to convince. Uh, no. No, you can't. You have to just be there. You can't stage art. How far can you, you go? What comes after art. You can't stage life. This is stage, living. This is living. Three, like a, like wow. a, 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 three, two, one. This, this is, is living. living. <laughs> There's always that one person that's always bummed, like, why, man, this fucking voiceover. And then the majority's like, oh, yeah, this is living. We're going to say that one, this is living. That's me. Get me out of here. Like, when my aunt told Jen and I to, like, do a drawing contest, my aunt was like, draw your day at the zoo. Just enter all these, like, nice don donkeys. <laughs> That's the first animal you think of when the word zoo comes up. What? That's not true. Motherfucker, you can no, do but... tiger. You can do panther. Oh, you can oh, do dog. And there, there are, there, there is a dog at the zoo. The Chicago Zoo. Da -da -da. Funny, Anyways, funny. Yeah, she she and then she drew like elephant elephants. <laughs> elephants stuff. It's all nice. And then I drew I drew an outline of a zoo. I put closed. <laughs> that was it. Because I just want to go out and play. That oh we should share stories that like embody who we were as kids. Cause that totally embodies like takes a oh. short oh um oops ball totally takes a oh. shortcut in life like yeah. any assignment like oh draw draw a classroom you know a typical person will draw like a teacher and students learning and oops ball literally drew an empty classroom and said that they were at recess <laughs> like that's because <laughs> i didn't want to draw yeah. like 10 <laughs> people <laughs> so you know that really embodies who he is now, but also who he was as a child. Yeah. 
So oh, what would that's exactly what would embody? You know what? I think of memory. anything right now. I mean, that that needs to be written on my tombstone. Yeah, a story. <laughs> I feel like I was very outgoing when I was younger. So I feel like that it doesn't embody me mm. too much now. Like who you uh, truly are. Yeah, because I was just like, well, I don't know. Like, I feel like I'm, I'm definitely goofy. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah, goofy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, I mean, like, yeah, like, it's like <laughs> when I'm comfortable, yeah. Um, I can't think of anything. I need to like think of a story. But I do remember just like um, when my parents would like take pictures. I'd be like (coughs) always posing. Like doing like weird things. I showed you on the drive. That's why I started laughing. Like I'll like just like like that. Like weird acting thing. (laughs) You know. But I do feel like I do that now to an extent, but it's definitely like, you know, yeah, every time I have, shit I happens to you, you change. In and out. <laughs> yeah. She always makes a face. Yeah, she's like, I mean. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, I guess, yeah, that's how I guess I'm the same, mm-hmm. or I'm, I'm who I am now. Yeah. So did you think of a story that encapsulates you? Babe, taco and burrito what? cravings pack. The particularness of how I make things. Mm. How I'm like very methodical. Mm-hmm. Like when I'm eating my food, I like make sure I have two <laughs> bites enough for the two pieces of bacon that's left. Or like, <laughs> well, I'm like that too. Yeah, like I will do that with my food and with cooking. I like to have things like clean shit. Like I will, I will cut everything precisely and prepare it beforehand. And put it in measurements and then time it like in my mind, like, okay, look at this. Like, the garlic's browning. Yeah, this is a good time. And then, yeah, and then portion it out. Like, I'm not a very, I'm not a very mathematical person. Or, like, I don't know, that's one of the things that I'm precise with. I feel like with a lot of things, I'm more things I'm free flowing. Mm -hmm. But that's one thing that requires precision from me. Well, I'm trying to think about a story that encapsulates me, and I realized that a lot of the stories that I thought of are stories of me getting in trouble, so I think that ties with, like, me wanting to be good all the time, because, yeah, the stories that I think about are just me fucking up, so the earliest memory that I have is me in kindergarten, and the teacher, my teacher was telling us to color all the circles on the paper blue and I wasn't listening and I colored the circles on the paper black (laughs) and my classmate pointed it out to me and I panicked so hard like oh no I'm already failing at kindergarten I'm not gonna do a good job I'm not good at this and I showed it to my teacher and I was like sweating panicking and she just said it's okay but I just feel like as an adult, I'm still like that. Where someone, sometimes people have to tell me it's okay because I kind of like get into my head mm. before anything even happens. I'm already like, oh shit, I'm in trouble. Do you have a most recent one that you could compare that to? Yeah, being a teacher, just parents like emailing saying they want to have a meeting and already I'm thinking about like, oh my God, I fucked up. Oh. I'm the one who mm. messed up. 
before even having the meeting. And as you guys know, like after every meeting, it turns out fine. Mm-hmm. But anyways, yeah. It's kind of interesting. Like, would you say that it's true that you love that job so much that you're willing to go through those things? Um, yeah, definitely teachers around the world have to love their job yeah. to be in this profession because yeah. people don't respect us, you know, mm-hmm. and someone who isn't passionate about it could easily just be like, all right, peace out, mm-hmm. you know? In what ways do they not respect you? Um, Manner, their manners towards you obviously are terrible. Yeah. But also just like the media, society, the way they pay teachers. Mm-hmm. It's always like... It's their fault. If you can't... If you... People who... What is it? People who can't teach. Who can't do teach? Something like Dang, that. Dang, really? Yeah. Oh, it says those who can do those who can't teach is the quote like people who can do things do it and people who can't do things teach how to do it i don't get that i'm having trouble not connecting those and if you can't do something then you teach yeah because yeah, it's like a job it. Because they don't want to have respect for like teachers and like it's just oh, like whatever. Yeah. It's just like because oh, it's like, like I can't do anything, yeah. so that's why I teach people to do it. Does that make wow, sense? As in educating, really, yeah, that's how it's like, like worse than the fast food. Saying that, dude, everyone says that. Literally, everyone says that. Or even like, think about like coaches, right? Like people who are coaches. Mm-hmm. People are just like. You know, shut up. If you if you are so good at it, then why don't you do it? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. So then, that's why people see teachers as like, well, you didn't go out and do anything, so you can't do anything. Shame on the people who have that perspective. So, anyways, that's how society sees teachers: yeah. glorified babysitters who don't have any skill. We just hang out with kids all day. <clears throat> you know, that's interesting. A lot of those teachers. Are women. Yeah. Is a it's a sexist there. thing. But anywho. Misogyny. Mm-hmm. I love massages. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, well, chill so hard. that's yeah. our episode. Bye. So long. Bye. Thank you, Jack in the Box, for sponsoring this episode. <laughs> <laughs>